Welcome to Raised on It. This week, we got to sit down and chat with one of our favorite up-and-comers, as we like to call him, Taylor Acorn. Um, she is someone that I think you're all going to be hearing more of, um, especially this year. She's got big plans in the making. So we got to sit, chat with her a little bit about her move to Nashville, um, what it's like, the writing process, um, and and everything under the sun. So I liked the interview. I think it was it was fun. Yeah, it was neat to hear hear her side of, you know, moving to Nashville and what that's like, like you said, but then also just to hear as she, as she gets, you know, into it, that she's more confident in who she is maybe, or she, she knows what kind of music she wants to put out or the song she wants to write. Um, so I thought it was, it was very interesting. Yeah. I agree. Don't want to spoil too much. So take a listen and, um, go check her out then. Taylor Acorn, you'll be hearing about her. Thanks for joining us, Taylor. Um, so what have you been up to lately? Uh, looks like you've been um, in the studio recording some songs. So what has the last half of last year and you know this year looking like? Oh, my gosh. Um, honestly, it's just been a lot of writing, um, a lot of just kind of finding my sound and, um, uh, you know, a, an approach to how I want to release this new music and stuff and just kind of figuring myself out and um, I moved to Nashville in May so um, that's been a change for me and I don't know no, just kind of like getting on the groove of things again and um, starting to focus on my own music and I don't know I'm excited so what has that been like moving to Nashville and now that you're in a sense fully immersed in everything oh gosh it's been so crazy um, I'm from a really small town, and so, like, I live actually right downtown, like, uh, two blocks from Broadway and everything, so I'm right in the thick nice. of the city. Um, yeah, so uh, the construction and the traffic has been something that I've been trying to get used to, but other than that, it's been, it's been really fun. I've been able to meet some pretty incredible people that... You know, if you would have asked me a few years ago if I would ever have the chance of meeting, I would probably like laugh. <laughs> but it's it's been really it's been really great. Um, I love Nashville so much. So, have you played some of the bars downtown on Broadway? Do you ever go there? Um, I haven't played any bars downtown Broadway. Um, I actually well, that's why I I played um. The Wild Horse one before. Okay. But I'm not really sure if that's considered like a Broadway bar. I don't know. They kind of have like a, a really cool setup where they've got like the big screen and everything and the really good sound system. So I don't know if it counts. <laughs> <laughs> we'll count it. It sounds but good. I like going down. So you mentioned that you're, you know, since you moved to Nashville, you're figuring things out. So, you know, your first EP dropped, I think, two years ago. So, you know, what would you say, you know, that you've learned from that experience or what has changed since then or as, as you're an artist? So when I wrote that EP, um, I was still living back at home. Um, I literally wrote, like, the entire thing from my living room. And huh. so, um, you know, back then it was, like, super crazy just because I 
I didn't know how it all worked. And so I was literally writing the songs, sending them over to, um, he's like my day-to-day guy now. Um, but we were working together and then um, we were sending the songs from him to a producer, his name is Justin Lance. And um, Justin at the time lived in New York. And so we would all just kind of be in separate locations and then oh we'd meet up in Nashville yeah, and so we'd meet up in Nashville, and then I'd record the vocals and everything, and it was just a really cool, super, like, hands-on project, I think, for me, and um, it was really fun, but now it's like everything is kind of different um, in a way where I'm, you know, able to write with more people, and I have, you know, different options as far as, like, producing and things like that, and so... I mean, there's so many different avenues you can go down and so many different things you can do. So for me, going into this next project and, you know, just the move and everything in my own personal life from, you know, the time that I did release my EP up until now, I mean, so much has changed. And so I think the stuff that I'm writing now is definitely meatier and it has, I don't know, a lot more heart in it, um, a lot more feeling, I guess. Yeah. So I'm just trying to pull that out of me and like get the best um, of that emotional side and and all of myself into it as I can. But it's just been different. Well, uh, personally, my favorite song of the EP is "Same." Um, I think that's uh, I don't know a pretty meaty song if you want to call it that. Um, and oh, I think same. <laughs> yes, I I love the song, and so I think it's kind of funny because I listen to it and then. Erin was listening to it, and we both kind of have different interpretations. So maybe you can clear this up if it's supposed to be, you know, uh, a breakup song, or I kind of took it as someone physically is no longer in your life. So I don't know where you were in your life as you wrote that or what you have to say about that. So that song, it's funny that you say that because that's, like, my favorite song off the EP, too. And um, I don't know. It's from kind of like the standpoint of, you know, like, uh, it wasn't really a breakup. It was more of like, you know, you're seeing somebody and then, um, you know, when you live in a small town, I feel like everything kind of stays the same, but like your relationship is no longer there. And so it's just like when you go downtown and you see like the same people and the same, you know, places that you used to go and like all these things, I feel like it kind of brings back that memory of that person almost like they're still there right you know yeah absolutely but they're not and so yeah it, I mean it's, it's to me it wasn't necessarily a, a sad song it was more of just like a this is so weird because everything like when I come back home it's like nothing has changed except for this person is no longer in my life yeah so when you when you sit down and write a song do you do you plan like, okay, today I'm going to put aside a couple hours and see what comes to mind? Or is it just like you're driving around and, oh, that just triggers something. There's a song lyric. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's honestly kind of just like, I mean, I could be driving down the road and I'll see something and it, and it will bring up some kind of memory or an idea. And then I'll usually just like sing a little bit or like a melody into my phone and then I'll go home and, and just sit down and write it or um it could just be something that's going on in my life and um a lot of the times it's just me inventing (laughs) um to be completely honest like if there's something going on in my life it's like 
Um, I don't know if y'all like watch YouTube and people do like their story times and things like that, but it's kind of like that. It's like if I was to sit down in front of a camera and be like, oh my gosh, this is what's going on today kind of thing, you know? Yeah, I think that's best. I don't know. For me, I, you know, relate more when singers cut their own songs, write their own songs. It just means more when it comes directly from the person. So that's, that's the best I think there is. Yeah. And I mean, and that was something, especially going into um, the whole artist thing, you know, I told myself, I want to write my songs because I feel like um, I want, you know, my fan base not only to get to know me, but to know that they're not like the only person that's feeling these things. And, And in the sense of kind of like me, in my own personal therapy being like, hey, like these people are feeling the same way that I am. And in that way, we kind of have a cool connection and it's like we're friends and we get each other, you know what I mean? And so, um, yeah, for me, it's just like a very personal thing. And um, I don't know. I just love it. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. (laughs) Yeah. So as you're making those notes when you're in the car and, you know, how many of these little snippets do you have or how hard is that to cut down to, you know, this is one that I, I want to record or I want to turn into a song. Um, is that challenging at all? Uh, oh, my gosh. It's, it's really challenging. <laughs> because, I mean, there's, there's a lot of songs that, I mean, you're, you just, I guess there's some that are so personal. And um, I actually just, I just wrote one with um, these two kids that I'm, I'm super fond of. And they're super great writers. But um, my dad passed away when I was eight. And for a really long time, I was, you know, trying to write a song, you know, and dedicate it to him. But it's one of those topics where it's like, it's almost so vulnerable and so um, emotional that, like, I had so many recordings and so many different, like, little notes um, in my notepad on my phone and things like that. And I was going through, actually, the other day, and I was like, these are, like, things that I could have turned into a song, but I just... I just for some reason couldn't do it and then we finally sat down and, and wrote that song and I don't know I, I, I go through it sometimes and um, just look at all of my recordings and there's a lot of stuff on there but I guess it's just not either not the right time or you know I haven't fully come to like being one with that song or being one with that idea so yeah it's, it's super hard. <laughs> Yeah, it's more than just writing a song, recording it, and, and releasing it. Yeah. It's all got to come together. I think now, too, um, it's, you know, you kind of think about, like, the direction that your music wants to go in, and sometimes I can get a little bit emo with my writing, and I'm just like, <laughs> oh, my gosh, if I ever put all of these songs out, people would think that I need therapy. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to so hear some of like, them. <laughs> you know, it's just kind of picking and choosing, you know what I mean, so just kind of being more mindful of that anyways oh yeah absolutely is it true i read somewhere did you audition for american idol and the voice i did how was that and what do you think of those Um, types of shows in particular so um i think they're great um but for me i don't i think at that time i was so young um, and I didn't really know what I was doing. Um, and when I auditioned for American Idol, I think I was like 16 or 17. And, um, we flew out to Houston. I, I won, um, like a local competition and it was like connected somehow with American Idol. And, um, I got to fly out to Houston and I think that in itself, like traveling and 
when you're so young and there's so many people, it's so overwhelming. And I was really nervous. Rightfully and, um, so. And then, yeah, and then a couple years later, I did The Boys. And that was where I, I literally, I, was, I just turned 18 and I had never really traveled on my own before. My mom was always with me. <laughs> and so, you know, and, and you're just like a little 18-year-old kid and, um, you know, I'd always sang in my bedroom. I wasn't really used to singing out in front of people and everything to me was really private and, um, you know, flying out to L.A. and, like, seeing all of these super talented people and just, like, the whole atmosphere of everything. It was it was kind of overwhelming, I think. And after that, I was like, you know what, if I'm going to do it, I want it to do it organically and, like, you know, when I'm a little bit older and I know how to handle myself and, and that kind of situation and whatnot. So, I mean, I think it's great, and I think it gives people a great platform, especially um, when you're super talented and um, it's a little bit harder to get out there. But for me, it was just, I, I saw myself more as a writer and a singer and kind of doing it that way than, you know, being on a show. Wow. That's awesome. That's why, yeah, it is I wild. wish I knew myself that well when I was that young. <laughs> so you mentioned, yeah, crazy yeah, Taylor, you mentioned that, you know, you're doing, you know, now that you've, you're in Nashville, you're working with, a whole variety of people. You work closely with Dallas Davidson. I believe you're on his label. Yeah, um, I wrote with him, um, with his company for about a year. Um, I'm no longer with them, but uh, that experience was crazy. Like it was, it was the most surreal um, kind of like, what the heck am I doing here? Why did he <laughs> sign me? Kind of thing. You know what I mean? Um, because I, it was it was just so new, and I, I almost felt like um, sometimes I didn't deserve it, um, just because I was so new, and I was like, there's so many talented people in Nashville, and, like, you know, anybody would kill for this. And so that was, that was really crazy. Um, but, you know, now it's just instead of, you know, focusing on writing songs for other people and um, doing all of that, I get to kind of focus on myself again. And um, for me, I think that's really important because it's not that I um, wasn't, you know, being as creative as I wanted to be, but it was just kind of like, you know, I felt more like a songwriter than I did an artist, and I, I want to be an artist. So um, I don't know. I, I have nothing bad to say about them at all. I love every single person over at that place, and I love Dallas. He's so, so cool. And his little son is like the cutest little boy ever. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I love them all over there and um, they'll always be my fam. Was it challenging? Because I'm assuming here that you would be brought into co-writes and is does that get yeah. challenging where, you know, you might identify with a song more so than someone else or you're, you know, just what is, is yeah. that challenge? It just seems difficult um, if you want to make those songs personal, but um, you have to work mm -hmm. with, you know, multiple cooks in the kitchen, so to speak. Yeah. Well, honestly, um, and I feel like a lot of songwriters do this, but too, um, a co-write is kind of like a blind date. And so you God. go into it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's like, I mean, a lot of the people, especially me, you know, coming into it, I had no idea who anybody was. Um, and so... I'd like walk down the hall and Jake Owen would be there and I'd be like, 
hey, like, <laughs> not even know that it was him or anything like that. You know what I mean? It's just, it, it was very different. And, um, you know, when you get into a room with people and you have no idea, like, their background or, you know, what they do or what kind of music that they play, and um, it, it gets a little challenging. But sometimes it can be really awesome because you get two different perspectives on a song and two different ideas. So you might be looking at a song one way and then they might be like, hey, what about this? And it just opens your eyes to like a whole different, you know, idea. And it's, I don't know, it's just, it's really cool. And I love co-writing and I think um, it's super fun. And I don't know, like that whole opportunity was, was really great for me. I think it really helped my writing even when I write solo now. Is this something, songwriting, artistry, is this what you always wanted to do? Or did 10-year-old Taylor have dreams of being something else? You went to college, right? Or school after high school? Yeah. Um, so it's funny because <laughs> 10-year-old me would probably be, like, wrangling horses out in, like, Montana or something. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, wild horses. But, um, yeah, I... I don't know. Um, I always loved music. It was always something for me that um, was my escape. Um, I never really liked school. So, <laughs> um, so anybody in kids that are listening to this, go to school. Good for you. Um, <laughs> we'll cut that out. Good for me. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, it, you know, I think for me, I never really knew what I wanted to do. Um, but music was always that one thing that, like, from the time I was a kid up until now, it's been a constant thing for me. It's been, like, a constant passion of mine. Um, even just going and listening to people play music or just listening to music on its own, like, it's always been something for me that's been so therapeutic and um, just kind of taught me release. And I don't know. I, I never really thought that I would be doing this. And coming from such a small town, you know, you think, oh, being, like, a, a big artist and, like, playing arenas and things like that isn't a thing. But, um, I don't know. I, I look back on it now, and I'm just kind of like, whoa. <laughs> I don't that I'm doing this now. <laughs> you know, because it just, it just wasn't expected. And I went to school for a couple years. I was running track and field, and um, at the time I was going to school for telecommunications, which is, like, broadcasting. So, like, um, I wanted to be like a news anchor or something. I thought that that would be fun. That, that would be fun. That would be fun. That would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, I was like, you know, my heart's not really in this. And it's never really been into, you know, school and stuff like that. And um, I just, you know, decided one day I was like, you know, I'm just going to go home, see what happens. And then they took a leap of faith, came to Nashville one time, and that was it. <laughs> for wow. me. I was like, I have a long hair yet. <laughs> um, it was just kind of like, yeah, it was just kind of like the start of the lines. I don't really like to bring God into things, but I feel like he has a plan for everybody. And I think that this is my plan. Whichever way I'm going to use it, I don't know. But it's been really fun so far. Oh, that's awesome. So when you were growing up, who you know, a big part of what we like to talk about is, you know, obviously we're called Raised On. It's like what what was the country music or other music that you grew up on? Um, you know, other in a sense there tends to be a nowadays in country where some people say, Oh, that's not country or that was the real country, but oh, yeah. um you know, who who are the artists um that you were listening to growing up and even, you know, today? Um, I 
Oh my gosh. So when I was a kid, um, we were big like John Denver fans. Um, wow. Like, like, gone for a while that's true <laughs> yeah but um you know and then you know i was i was like a big adolescent fan like amy lee i love her vocals and I, I remember like just sitting on my computer and watching like her aol sessions that she would do back <laughs> in the day and it'd be like her and her band yeah like i and like paramore and oh, so yeah. you know I, I yeah so it was just like i don't know and then you know, I love so many different genres of music. I even listen to, like, really heavy metal stuff occasionally, like, in this moment and stuff. So, I mean, everything kind of stems from, you know, just what I like. And I feel like it's so cool because pop punk, like, if you listen to the lyrics and you listen to, like, country music, I feel like they're both so emotional, so they both can kind of go hand in hand, as weird as that sounds. <laughs> I never looked at it that but, way, but, yeah. I don't know. You know, like... It's, I mean, they're they're both just so emotional, and I feel like, for me, that's the biggest part. I want to be able to not only, like, help myself, but I want to, you know, be able to write a song, and I feel like when I would listen to pop-punk stuff, or if I was, listen to, like, Garth, or, like, um, you know, Faith Hill, like, all of those old, like, 90 country songs and stuff like that, like, they're all so emotional and so deep, and they just hit you in, a, in your field, you know? <laughs> right, in the field. And so... Yeah, and so, I mean, that's kind of just what I want to be able to do. And, I don't know. I listen to everything, and it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> do you ever think about going more punk rock, that kind of avenue? Or is, is Nashville, is country, that type of sound what you prefer? Well, you know, I love country music. And, um, you know, but there are some times when I'm like, it would be really fun to just do, like, a 90s cover band on our side. Yes. Like, I feel like that would be really fun. <laughs> like, a 90s rock cover band. You're playing, like, the verb pipe and stuff like that. It's, I feel like it would be really fun. That would be but, good. Um, you know, I feel like it, it would be kind of cool, and um, I definitely like to keep, like, that kind of genre and stuff in, in my life, and I, I listen to that stuff, but I also listen to, like, in your country and, and things like that so I mean I don't know I just I try to kind of stay in my own lane and um write what I like and just hope that people like it too and it stems from not only like my countryside but 
you know, my more like pop punk rock side. And I don't know. I think that's what makes country great, honestly, now is because it is so different. You have all different kinds of sounds. And I think that just what makes it great. If people want to critique it or not, I think it's better than it's ever been. But that's just me. Um, So do you have an artist? So we like to highlight up and comers in country that maybe aren't on the radio, um, that are doing their thing on YouTube, Spotify, whatever it is. Do you have like an unknown that should be known that you want to give a shout out to? There's this girl, and she. This is gonna probably be weird if she's ever listening to this. But <laughs> there's this girl that I think is like so awesome, and her name is Sycamore, and it's this is so creepy. She has no idea who I am, but I'm like a big fan. <laughs> um, but I think she's so cool. She's um, from Canada. And, um, I know she's a, she, I think she writes for, uh, Thomas Rat or I, I think. Oh, anyway. wow. This is, I'm, I'm a weird stalker, a little weird. Oh, join the she club. Knows You're now. fine. <laughs> um, but I think she's so good and, and it's, she's like more folky, but, um, it's like a cool, like folk alternative country, but it's, I don't know. It kind of reminds me of like old school Taylor Swift in a way. Really? But she's just a little bit. I think she's like a little bit more edgy. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just it's she's really cool. So if, if you guys check her out, add her to the list. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah, well, she's really cool. But yeah. I mean, there's so many talented people coming up. So it's like I can't hardly keep up anymore. <laughs> Is there anyone that you'd want to collaborate with that are, you know, artists that is known or someone that, you know, mainstream might not know of? I would love to collab with, I mean, like if I was to do like a CMT Crossroads or something, and I've thought about this before, but like, I think a CMT Crossroads with Afro would be really cool. Make it happen. Wow. You know, <laughs> I think that that would be awesome. <laughs> Because I don't think anybody has really done, like, you know, the more, like, that kind of, like, like the pop-punk vibe yet. And I think that, that would be really fun. I feel like both your voices could go, like, either direction. Like, she could come a little bit more country. You could go edgier. I think that would be good. Yeah. Who do we talk to I to make this happen? Fun. Yeah. <laughs> do it. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Well, one last one last question for you, Taylor, before you wrap these things up here. So, is there new music coming this year, or when can we expect to um, see some new um, music or projects from you in the future? So, it's coming very soon. Yay! Um, yeah, very soon, sooner than you think. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're gonna have new music this year. Um, and very soon. It's going to be a surprise, though. Are you going out on the road at all, touring at all this year? Um, you know, I, I really hope to do that. Um, I would love to do, like, a radio tour. Um, I think that that would be super fun. Um, and I would love to just be on a tour. I mean, yeah. um, to me, it doesn't really matter with who. I just think it would be really fun to kind of get out there and, um, you know, start playing more shows that way, but. Yeah, we're planning on it. We're just trying to make it all come together. So you've got a lot going on right now, so it's understandable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thanks so much, Taylor, for taking time out of your day. This was fun. And uh, Thank you. It was so fun. 
fun. Yeah, we'll be looking for the new music coming out, as you said, sooner than we think. So, um, yeah. Thanks so much. We wish you best of luck this year. No problem. Thank you guys so much for having me. All right, guys. So that was the interview with Taylor Acorn. It was so nice of her. Sweet of her to take time of her day to talk a little bit with us. Um, I know I've just become a bigger fan just listening to her and and everything she's doing in her career. So I hope everyone else uh, is, is on the same page and, and goes and checks her out because I really think she's got the writing. She's got the voice. I, I think she's mm-hmm. she's got the greatest potential to, to really make a dent in Nashville. Totally. And like she said, she has... New music coming out sooner than soon. So I'm hoping that means tomorrow. So that's as soon this as I week, would like This week, that would be, yes. be a great surprise. Anyhow, go check us out. We're raised on at blog. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, this week, I mean, there's some new music that came out. Hardy dropped an EP, Gone West, a new country group that features a pop singer, but she makes it work. Um, Kobe Kelly. Kobe Kelly. So go check it out. Uh, be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, leave us a review if you like it. If not, don't. Um, but yeah, until next time. <laughs>